Hey, this is Adam. Thanks for listening to Proudly Resents. In a second, Nico and I will talk about Jaws the Revenge. So, one, if you go to iTunes and say something nice about our show and then let us know you did it, we'll send you some swag. I got a new Torchwood promotional item, which is a box with some DVDs and some decals from things from the show, which is cool. Got one for community, a couple other films. Say something nice anyway. Send it to us. Let me know, and I'll try to send you some swag. Also, I was looking for a website for DVDs and posters, and I found a great one. I put it on the site. If you go to proudlyresents.com, you'll see a banner ad on the side. That is not random. Pick those guys out. If you're looking for posters or movies or T-shirts, go there. The prices are great. Proudlyresents.com. That's it. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. You are listening to Proudly Resents, the cult movie podcast. To all you proudly resent listeners out there, just remember, you can't piss on hospitality. I want it. All right. Guys, you a few drinks already? Uh, have you been drinking already? Today? Yeah. No. I'm not drunk. Uh, just the one just the one evening was fine. Well, we'll see. Right, we good. will, sir. We will. Are you ready to talk a little uh, Jaws 4? Jaws 4? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Welcome to Proudly Resents. This is Adam Spiegelman, and the other side is a very drunk, very racist Nico. <laughs> I York. am neither drunk nor racist. How dare you? Last night you were both. I was neither. I was a bit drunk last night. Mm-hmm. I passed out. Half past three, uh, and I fell, I passed out with my face in some French toast. <laughs> Scandalous. I woke up at half past four on the floor with my face, with a piece of French toast stuck to my face. Powder sugar <laughs> all over your cheek. It was beautiful. Now I'm still single with that sort of attitude. Guys, hello. <laughs> Do you like French toast? Do you like eating French toast off the face of a passed out woman? Yeah, give this number a call. <laughs> the best of both worlds. <laughs> We got French toast on her face. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be eaten, right? Yeah, kissing and nu- nutrition. <laughs> nice. I am in L.A. I'm actually in my linen closet, and we had to wait to start recording before the the guy in the apartment below me uh, stopped taking a shower because you can hear all the pipes going. So you were showering with a man again. I was showering with a man. That, that, the story changes. depends who tells it. And, uh, and No, and we were supposed to do this. Uh, what at eleven o'clock my right. time? Eight o'clock my time. Eleven o'clock your time. Uh-huh. And I, uh huh. And I called you. Uh, I am you. Um, Two o'clock. Completely like uh, you can tell. Oh like, hey, what's the matter? Yeah, I forgot what I was supposed no, to be doing. Let's do it. showering with a dude. But I love that you were like, oh, I'm asleep, and you were also uh, online. <laughs> you were. What was online? <laughs> I was online last night when I passed out. That's. <laughs> Just telling people of my lovely evening, and I everything is oh, call nine one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, when did you get into New York? Wednesday, we did. And how did you get there? I sailed. You took a steamer. No, don't stop calling that. What is a steamer? Isn't it? <laughs> no, it's like a big hot it's just steamer. Rude. It's what are you talking about? You be so debase all of the time. Uh, it's unbecoming. 
All right. So you took a big. <laughs> no, I don't want, I want to say the right thing. I don't want to sound rude at all. Ship. Oh, ship. Oh, oh. Hold on a second. I got to cross something out. You got white out. Oh, ship. Oh. How many days were you on this? Uh, load? Ship. Load. <laughs> Stop being so childish. All right, go ahead. So you're taking seven, a big dump. Seven days in the middle of the ocean with dolphins. I saw dolphins and sharks. Oh, wow. Well, that's funny because today's show is about sharks. Did any exactly. of the sharks roar? None uh, of them roared. I was disappointed. Yeah, I was disappointed. Did any of them explode when you no. stabbed them for no reason? No. No. It's well, a very disappointing I was at. I went to the um, New York Aquarium, which is a depressing collection of pools with things in. And I saw three sharks in the shark tank, and one of them nudged a turtle. Oh really? Yo, get out of the way, turtle! <laughs> That's what it was. Hey, freaking Just turtle! Hey, Slowpoke Rodriguez, will you hurry the <laughs> fuck up? Some people are swimming over here. You and your freaking shell and shit. Get out of here. Take your house. Take your snappiness. Get the heck out of here. Who the Get fuck? Out of my fucking way. One of the, one of the sharks look at you and go, hey, nothing to see here. Keep moving along. Can you believe this asshole? And then he just <laughs> swimming round and round his tank. Uh, I, bought, I bought a lovely uh, souvenir cup, though. I was wandering around Coney Island with this massive blue aquarium cup that's got three massive shark heads on the top of it. I wanted to look like a tourist. Oh, yeah, you don't look like a tourist now. I don't. You'd... Many people have asked me for directions since I've got here. Hey, you know how to get the fuck out of here? <laughs> Mainly what they've been asking. Weary-faced people who are fed up of sitting in traffic. We don't want to give away your location, but you're in a great location. Hey, I'm in uh, the East Village, I think, just under... I think, yeah, somewhere in there. I'm by Bowery. Jaws You're so four. drunk. You're so drunk. You shouldn't be doing in charge of anything. <laughs> you're still drunk. I am low. How am I? I I went to bed at midnight. You were in bed at four a.m. with fucking breakfast foods <laughs> on your face. <laughs> I went to bed like a respectable human being, like a I'll man have, of the cloth. I, I will I have you know that uh, I wore it well. <laughs> you do. You do wear well. That was a uh, project runway this week. Can you please make something with some breakfast foods on your face? Exactly. You know what I did? I woke up half an hour, about half an hour later with the French toast on my face, and I ate the French toast and went to sleep. Like a trooper. Like a Three Stooges. Oh, yeah. You could join the Three Stooges if you wanted to. What else was I supposed to do with a face full of French toast? Throw it away? No. And again, guys... <laughs> <laughs> I am available. Although I might not be, seeing as the cab driver asked me on a date and well, has not, you... not stopped calling. Why did you give him your number? I'll tell you why. I have a temporary American phone while I'm here. And he was uh, I was trapped. I was going a long way. I was going from where I am first and I was going all the way up uh, to the Daily Show. And he asked me quite early on. So I didn't want to anger this man in case he was psychotic. So I thought I'd give him a fake number. But then he had his phone ready saying he was going to call the number to make sure it was a real number. So I had to give him my real temporary American number. And he has not stopped calling. His name is Sanjeet. His name is Sanjeet. And he, he, I learned all about uh, himself. He, he said he was going to take me out 
for drinks and I said, will there be cake? He went, if I want cake, I can have cake. It's tempting. Yeah. If he, if he hadn't kept ringing like a madman. Why do you think he's doing that? Why do you think he keeps calling you? Because I'm adorable. Argument. I mean, listen, anyone who saw you at 4 a.m. with French toast on your face, they would... Adorable. They would, yeah. No, but I just think, like, you know, why does he think that, that would work, calling you a hundred times? I don't know. Um, and anyone who <laughs> might have enjoyed that kind of chat chat <laughs> might be happy to know we'll be recording. Nigga, this is the first time I'm bringing this up to you, but people have asked we do more yeah. recordings or do our own podcasts, but... Okay. Uh, Are we going to... Are we going to do some sort of some raunchy uh, late night podcast about uh, you sharing with dudes? You know what? I just got an email saying, please stop. We never want to hear you guys again. <laughs> and that was for me. It's coming yeah, from nice. the house. Muzzle tough. <laughs> Muzzle tough, we're out. I think we'd do more uh, if you're okay with it, because I forgot you're also part of this uh, partnership. Do more of you on this show. <laughs> Did you forget, you forget that? It's not all about you. No, no, it's all about me still. Um, because it just takes a lot of putting stuff up. So your name will be in the in the title. I do two shows a month. We'll do one with Nico. Is that all right with you, Nick? Go. <laughs> yeah, if you get my name right. Is it Nico or Nico? Just Nico. Yeah, Nick O. But don't call me Nick, and oh. then remember there's no at the end of it. No, I knew. I was just stretching it out. I see. You wanted a value for money. You're such a Jew. <laughs> You know what? Forget it. Now. Yes. Let's talk about I'm Joe's. I'm here. I'm in bed and I'm ready. <laughs> it's, that sounded wrong. That sounds wrong. But I am I am in bed and I'm ready to talk about Jaws 4. Now, is there a mosquito net or no mosquito net? No, there's no mosquitoes attack me in New York. Really? There's so just, many mosquitoes. They mug you. They don't attack just, you. Just rats. Just rats and cockroaches. Have you seen any in your apartment? No, we've got a very nice apartment. How dare you? Oh, good. Speaking of rats, I'm trying to make a segue. Jaws okay. 4, your recommendation. Jaws of Revenge. How the fuck is that a segue? Speaking of rats. <laughs> Jaws 4. Yes, speaking of the Ebola virus, Michael Caine. Well, you don't want either one of them in your uh, in your bathtub. A rat or a Jaws. Or a shark. Mm-hmm. That noise Jaws fo- 4. Yes. What did you do? What did you do? Drop something? I dropped the actual DVD case. I am loaded right now. I can barely see straight. It's so high right now. This movie has an international cast. We have uh, Lorena Gray from America, Michael Caine from England, and Mario Van Peebles from fake Jamaica. such a bad Jamaican accent in this film. He he drops it at some point. He talks in the movie, and then all of a sudden he goes into his regular accent. His uh, idea of a Jamaican accent is just to put the word mon at the end of everything. Yeah. Hey, what the hell, mon? <laughs> There's a pivotal scene where they're, they're challenging you know, whether or not they should go after the shark, and he just keeps dropping the accent. Uh, yeah, it's a, he's, a, and he's the reason why the ending's so shit. Well, he's one of the reasons anyway. Why? Because um, they, they did the, the cut. Have you seen the original ending? Oh, it's on that's YouTube. Not, that's not the original ending, but audiences, apart from didn't like the way the shark died, they didn't like the fact that Mary Van Peebles was dead. So they had to reshoot the ending with Mary Van Peebles, <laughs> Mary Van Peebles coming up going, oof, that was a close one after being eaten by a shark. We see him in the shark's mouth. Yeah, he's and, he, and it's like he's riding one of those bucking broncos. You can see, if you look, the um, end where he pops up, 
the sea is lapping up against the sky because it's shot in the um, in the pool behind Universal. The, the original shot is, or just just the retake? The retake, the, the reshoot. They shot in the pool, in the the, the you know the big thing they got in Universal, yeah. and so because they had to reshoot that, they didn't have enough money then to change the way the shark died. <laughs> so they just took the ending from the first movie and shoved it in on the fourth one. You mean from Jaws one? Yeah. They reused the footage of him blowing up. Yeah. That's what that is. I never saw it. Uh, I know this is weird. I've seen Jaws 3 and 4, but I've never seen 1. Does, does he really explode like that? Yeah. He goes, smile, you son of a bitch. And then he shoots him in the mouth. You know that bit where Brody uh, is, is she's where Ellen Blood is having a flashback to a scene which she wasn't in. Oh, that, that's the greatest. She has about <laughs> five or six flashbacks. The scenes... She either wasn't in, like you said, or had no idea, like, would have happened. Exactly. So she has a flashback to the first movie where she wasn't in that scene uh, of him saying, smile, you son of a bitch. And then he shoots, he shoots air tanks that are in the shark's mouth and the shark explodes. He shoots an air tank and the shark explodes. In this movie. Yeah, he, he puts air tanks, he puts air tanks in the shark's mouth. And then he goes, ah, smile, you son of a bitch. And he shoots a bullet into the air tanks and then the air tanks in the shark's mouth explode. So when the shark explodes, they just took that bit of it exploding, tacked it on the end of uh, of Jaws 4. Because she, and we're skipping it way ahead, obviously, but and you're not missing anything. No. Um, he, she takes the bow of the boat <laughs> and stabs him with it, and he explodes. <laughs> and she gives the same line as her husband. There's another scene like that, that, that it's like a meta movie. Like I, Number four, uh, Mario Von Peoples. And and the white guy, um, Ellen Brody's son, Michael it, Brody, Michael Brody, are looking for the shark again. So Michael Brody's in the water in this submarine thing, and Mario Van Peebles is on top talking to him on a CB, and he's saying he's t- he's taunting him about the shark, and he's going, bump bump. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the Jaws music. He's doing the theme to the movie that he's in. <laughs> bonum bonum. Which is what you would in real life you would do that when you're down there because it's it's based on Jaws. Well, I like this, and the credits to that. I think it says um, a, a theme based on the theme of Jaws, but they don't actually use the theme tune to Jaws in Jaws Four or something. There's some weird bit of crediting goes on at the beginning of Jaws Four. Theme from Jaws by whatever, but no theme from Jaws Four. So they, they they haven't even got their own soundtrack. No, they just reuse the original music. That's the start of the movie is the music. So here's what I think Jaws 5 should be. Jaws 5's already existing. You need to move Jaws 6. Here's what I think Jaws 6 should be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A bunch of self-aware hipsters who've seen Jaws 1 through 5. Right. And they go out in the water and they think it's bullshit and then they get eaten one by one. I think it's great. Give now, me a script by Monday. <laughs> I'm a little drunk right now, but as soon as I wake up, one um, covered in vomit. (laughs) Yes, I am on the script. You you just hope it's your own vomit. Oh, I have to have a test about a lab. (laughs) You wake up and you do a CSI. Do I have my wallet, my keys, my phone? Did I eat this last night? (laughs) Why is my stomach full? That's my favorite. That's a good game when you get (laughs) drunk. You. Why is my stomach full? Did I have pizza? No. By the way, I'm loaded right now. Okay, now, 
do you know some of the background on this movie? Jaws 4? Right. Some of it. I guess they they wanted to bring back the original woman, Roy Schneider's wife, from the first two films. She was in the third one. And she would only do it if she got above the title credit. Well, why wouldn't she? Her shoulder pads are huge. <laughs> she, that whole movie's resting on her shoulder pads. Yes. <laughs> she looks like an American footballer. <laughs> it's called football. Anyway, yes, so they, they she agreed to do this dumb film for that. And I guess Michael Caine, did he... Was he gambling at the time? Did he have a drinking problem? He couldn't pick up an Oscar because he was filming Jaws 4. Yeah, Woody Allen apparently furious that he was couldn't do reshoots or pick up his Oscar because he's doing <laughs> Jaws 4. And he didn't even have a big part in it. He was a total. He was like man candy. That guy it was eye candy. <laughs> oh, ew. <laughs> it was the, the, the best, the best Michael Caine line in the whole film is when he comes in his little airplane to try and save them. And then of course, kids sharks love airplanes. The shark, Jaws jumps up and eats it, and he gets in the water. And then everyone thinks he's dead. And then he pops up and goes, "Bloody hell!" <laughs> the breath on that thing and then he's completely dry oh I didn't even notice well he's British you know the British you know how they are they like to stay I, know, dry. I know some British I know yeah. some British yeah they like to stay dry My, yeah so, they do you're so drunk I don't even know who I am anymore um, no, I've never known who you are you're just this guy that keeps calling you know <laughs> you might have it's true we've never met each other <laughs> People are like, how did you guys meet? I don't. I haven't. Never, I haven't never met have. <laughs> never have. Oh, did you hear the helicopter? <laughs> My three years old. Can you hear the helicopter? Can you see the digger? No, I can't hear the helicopter. Hey, 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 hey! Watch your mouth. Hey, hey, way. Can you what? see the what? Can I see the what? Hey, what? The digger. <laughs> we don't call that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say that here in America. Then, black people. <laughs> you dick! I know why I talk to you. You dick! <laughs> Stupid man. This is great radio. People would love to listen to this shit. I don't know. Do we cut that or do we keep going? (laughs) I'd like to apologize for Nico being such a racist. my mind that you would be so stupid. What? Let me look. What is it? Yeah, you know what her. Is it, is it, I'm looking it up. Is it uh, ER uh, or just GA? Digger. Oh. A digger. Stop it already. Oh my God. <laughs> Wow. You fucking idiot. 
Hi, this is Mike Spiegelman of LuggageTuesdays.com with some fun facts about brunch. Brunch was discovered in 1868 by Dr. Brunchenstein. Celebrities born during brunch include character actor David Morse and Albert Einstein. To turn any breakfast into brunch, simply cook your meal and wait outside your apartment for an hour before seating. Serve your meal cold and with an attitude. Once upon the 19th century in New York State, a gentleman ordered a side of fried taters that came out too thick for his liking. He personally complained to the Indian cook about his meal and demanded thinner sliced fried potatoes, which was considered blasphemy at the time. The cook sliced the skinniest chips from the potato, fried them in lard, and heavily salted them. The gentleman took one bite and was so impressed, he personally took the cook out for brunch. That gentleman was none other than Dr. Frito-Lays. The Indian cook was never heard from again. If you have any information on his whereabouts, please contact his family at 1-866-MISS-COOK. For more fun facts about brunch, check out LuggageTuesdays.com. So the movie starts out in the same town, Massachusetts, where the original movie started. And she's got one son living at home. Sean. A total fuck up. Sorry, Sean. But but he's a fuck up, but he's also getting married. He, what, obviously. Oh, in Christmas. It's Christmas. Don't forget. How do you know it's Christmas? Because it's, uh, it's Christmas. Because they're singing. It's the Christmas parade. They're putting the lights on the tree. And it's the day before he goes off on his Christmas holidays when there's got one more thing to do. And that is that somebody has placed a dangerously short log on a life boy. That was so oh, weird. Boo, as you call this country. You call it a boy? Yeah. I don't understand his character at all. He's no. going to get married. Well, yeah, they know. you know it's Christmas because everything is Christmas around them. They, you can't avoid it. They're buying a tree. There's kids caroling. There's a, yeah. the parade going on. They're practicing. The choir's practicing. practicing yep. Which we never see again. It's completely, it never comes back up. And then his girlfriend, who might as well have been pregnant. I mean, they're laying it on so thick. <laughs> comes up and his mother says, Oh, I can't believe you're marrying my son. You know, setting up the victim. He goes into work. There's a huge picture of Roy Schneider. There is. And if you look carefully, you can see a single tear roll down his face. But with this it's- film, with Mario Van People singing the theme and, and using old footage, <laughs> you would think that it's not a picture of Roy Schneider, but a, a poster for for Joss on the wall. Or it's just him just sitting there carefully. <laughs> glad that he didn't uh, do this one. He did a lot of shitty films. You know what this film does to the memory of Jaws, the film? Yeah. Fists it in the eye. Whoa. That's where what that, it does. Where does that come from? My mind. It's a lot of hate. It is. It's this, this film is so far removed from the Jaws franchise. It makes Jaws 3 look bad? Jaws 3 is the worst one. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> but Jaws 4 is just hilariously stupid the, the thing i like about sean uh when he goes because that's that's the problem that there's <laughs> there's a log and it really is only a four a four foot log there's on a life buoy with a light on it and she's going to go and remove that log because it's a danger to shipping <laughs> but then the whole point of that light buoy is that ships don't go anywhere near it so oh, it should make should make a difference if there's a three foot log on it so right. he puts on the biggest overcoat you've ever seen in your life you go why is he wearing that 
massive waterproof jacket. That's obviously eight times too big for him. And then you see when he leans over <laughs> to poke the log that the shark comes up and bites his arm off. But leaves the sleeve of his jacket there. <laughs> his jacket see- is so bad. He's like, ugh, polyester you blend. Can, you can just see the actor's arm <laughs> inside the jacket. It makes zero sense. And also, he all right. His mom and his fiance drop him off at work. He walks yeah. into the office, sees the picture of his dad. Yeah. Says to the woman, "Hey, I'm going on vacation." Like he already checks out as soon as he checked in, and she goes, yep. "But before you check out, you got one more thing to do." Like yeah. he's been at work for six seconds. Kind of like the way said, you work. Do you, do you remember? Shut your mouth! I will come over there, punch you in the neck. How much work have you done since you've been in New York? Seven seconds. Oh. Why, do you remember why Sean has to go and not the other police guy? No. Because the other police guy's been called out to uh, the farm because the kids have been cow-tipping again. <laughs> so that's why. And and you've got to say that, that that log, if you look at I mean, it's terrible to try and think of this rationally, but the, the log has been put there by the shark. Right. Yes, because the shark <laughs> is systematically trying to kill off Roy Schneider's family. So he planted, not only did he plant the log on the buoy or the buoy, yeah, yeah. he called He called it in. <laughs> Hello, Dolores? It's me, Chewy. How are you? Things are good. You know, could be better. You know, he made I'll... sure he, he knew the schedule of Sean, that he persuaded kids to go to a farm and tip cows over. Oh, yeah, he it's set up the whole amazing. thing. Amazing. It's a, a very clever shark. The sharks have the whole, it's a sting operation. They should have made it a cop movie where they figured out it's the shark. They interview people like on Law and Order. I don't know. I just fishermen here, and then they catch <laughs> the shark. And you know the shark is the killer because it's a B-list actor from the eighties, Michael Gross <laughs> playing the shark. He's obviously the killer. They wouldn't hire Michael Gross. Yeah, so Jaws, like Jaws's cousin or whatever, or you know, like a Die Hard Two or or Die Hard Four is his brother. Such a terrible. And that's just the first 10 minutes. Oh, it's, yeah, that is great on zone when you realize the shark just set him up. <laughs> it's like <laughs> when, a casino. But when he eats Sean, and then he eats the boat <laughs> to get rid of the evidence. Sure, and then he cleans the, up the place with bleach. The whole place has been bleached. <laughs> the next bit is the, is the most is the awful bit, because they show um, a shot of the shore, and the log pops up. So that log is still posing a threat to shipping. He didn't even get rid of the log. Now a boat's going to bump into that. So this shark's diabolical. They've been working together, and then cahoots. Uh, genius. The shark's been working on it for a while, too. So so the mother's really upset. Yeah, he's so her, dead. Her brother, his brother, her other son, and his family come. The, the wife and the daughter. Did you and notice the most that, annoying child actress in the world. But you notice that most of her lines, which included my uncle. Uncle Sean is dead, you know. They're all dubbed in later. It's all ADRs. No, no shots of her face. It's just like the back of her. Like that shot when she says, Uncle uh, Sean is dead, you know. The camera is panning out of the room into outside. The, the worst thing she says is when um, Ellen Brody is talking to Michael's wife about shagging. And she's just listening at the door. And uh, they change the subject. I think it's that. Or when she's been in sandcastles. And she goes, uh, it's not nice to be evasive. <laughs> Punch that child right in the head. Talk about shagging. That couple cannot stop shagging. The married couple. Every the, scene. The most, 
most disturbing scene I find is when his wife takes off her underwear and then flicks it at his chest. She takes her pants off and then catapults them onto his chest. That's sexy, isn't it? I want I wanted the pants to have stuck there for a while and then squeak down <laughs> Dan's chest. <laughs> They never do. No. If I were to remake that film, that's what I'd do. It's like <laughs> one of those octopuses you throw at a, at a window. Crawl <laughs> back down. That's what I wanted to see. Uh. <laughs> like, like huge panties yeah. cover her whole chest. Oh, thank you. It's a shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was... And now this is another sex scene. Like, every scene of them together, just a sex scene. Yes. Um, right, and nobody else really dies. Like, one random person gets eaten by a shark, but none of the main characters. No. Not even the black guy. Like, the ethnic guy always dies in these films. It's so racist. No, it's in not these even movies. the black guy. What's going on with this film? The black guy's still alive at the end of it? Bullshit. Can I get my money back? <laughs> Come to see one black? No, they always set it up. I mean, they did originally in the film. The one friend, the one main character who dies, black. Sean dies. That's enough, surely. Sean's a catalyst. And he's a black Irish. Okay, now. Can, can I, can I, the, the thing that fascinates me most about this film is uh, Michael Brody's legs. What about it? That they are, there's, a, there's a bit where uh, they've just gone to the island because Sean's died. And he's walking along the beach with his wife. And he comes towards the camera. And as he goes towards the camera, his legs just get longer and longer and longer and longer. And I don't understand where he could get jeans or a wetsuit that could fit those incredibly long legs. You watch it again and you'll see him get taller and his legs kind of expanding. I'd rather take your word for it than watch that movie again. See, I was talking to some guys last night who do a thing called I Love Bad Movies. Dot com. It's like a magazine that they write. Uh-huh. And uh, we were talking about Jiggly. And I said the most disturbing part of that, of course, is Christopher Walken's testicles. And they said I was watching the wrong movie. Uh, but there's a scene in Jiggly where Christopher Walken, he's got no underpants on, and uh, he takes a seat on a stool. <laughs> and all you can see is his junk moving around in his trousers. I think maybe I'm no, looking at... No, that's not Jiggly. You're thinking of Jiggly. Jiggly, jiggly. Balls. Oh, for goodness what? what? I never heard of this. Is it We Hate Movies? Is that the name of the thing those guys no, do? We, no, we love we love badmovies.com. They write this magazine and they, the people they write essays about specific bad movies. I was hanging out with big time film nerds last night, my friend. We love badmovies.com. All right, stop plugging them. Jesus. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just saying, screw these guys. <laughs> They buy you four drinks and all of a sudden I owe them a plug? Nobody bought me any drinks. I was just delightful. Where was the cab driver? He would have got you some drinks. He would have done. Sanjeev, he wants to tap that thing. Hey, there, there was some things I was like, did they speed it up? Like, uh, what? what do they speed up? I'm trying to, I just wrote sped up. I guess one of the murder scenes, I guess they, they seemed like they sped up the, the, the shark eating him, uh, throwing him around. And then I wrote, Shark commits murder, organized shark crime. Are you drunk when you wrote this? I was loaded. Oh, and the limo driver. They go, so the, the mom goes to the Bahamas <laughs> to go back with her other son and his family 
Because sharks can't go swim in the in the water in the Bahamas. They don't like warm. they don't like the warm water, Mom. You'll be fine in the Bahamas, Mom. The sharks don't live in warm water. They don't like it. Oh, the sharks hate it. They're, oh, and they complain the whole time. The water is so warm. Are they old Jews? They're old Jews. Uh, and there's not enough of it. All right, now they go to the Bahamas, and why is the colorful local guy, cat limo driver, singing? Right. Singing. <laughs> But they're all in this terrible beat-up car. Right. They're supposed to be a limo. And you can hear, um, is it Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas or Chestnuts, chestnuts Roasting on Open Fire? Again, it's Christmas. And so it pulls back. It's just this old black guy singing into a singing into a microphone for the people in the back. Yeah, he's singing into the CB. So he's really singing for the guys back at the uh, dispatch. Yeah, welcome to Radio Dave. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Radio Dave. This is Dave. And uh, <laughs> I will be your presenter, singer. And, and you're Dave. Hello? Hey, Adam. This is Gilly from Video Death Ray, the movie podcast that delves into the bad, middling, mediocre, and sometimes awesome films that haunt your video shelves. You can find our show at videodeathray.com. I have a couple recommendations. My first one is a friend and colleague of mine, Kevin Marr, actually has a new it's actually a vidcast and i think it's called so bad it's good movie reviews he's doing it with a guy named rusty ward find them on youtube there's no official site for them but you can find them at youtube.com slash rusty uh anyways kevin marr is a fucking cinematic delight and he deserves to be seen and loved by far more people so i would highly recommend it watch it very funny shit People think the scariest part of Jaws 4, there's really no scary parts, is the shark attacks. But I think the most scary part is the odd relationship between Ellen and Michael Brody, which is uh, almost edible. Oh, the mother and son, because they're so yeah. close. Yeah. There's well, one have... bit where it looks like she's going to kiss him on the mouth. And he gets very jealous when she's out having, when she's dating Michael Caine. I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah. Well, no, that's, uh, that's, that's why I'm here. Thank God. Well, there's a lot of scenes of them talking, uh, her talking about when she misses her son and her do- and her husband on the beach, and it feels like less of a Jaws movie and more like a Lifetime movie with sharks. It goes, oh, your brother's dead, just your father's dead. Uh, Dad didn't die of a shark attack, he, he died of a heart attack. <laughs> I guess it was the fear that killed him. Did he die in part two? No, they just, uh, they just said, oh, he's dead. I can't believe he wouldn't do part four. I, I find that hard to believe. Well, I don't. I, I guess he just didn't was fed up of being associated with Jaws. Michael Caine goes, I was asked once if he'd seen the film. I haven't seen it, but I have seen the house I bought with the money they paid me. And that's very nice. Yeah, I would do it for the uh, closure. I want to see what happens. <laughs> but there is no closure. What do you mean? There's never closure with Jaws. There's always another Jaws movie. Is it really going to be a Jaws, Jaws 5? There's Jaws 5. It's already been, that was made years ago. Jaws 5, cool Jaws. Put it up on your little machine that you cheat when you have people think that you know what you're talking about. We, you Hold don't because you're on the internet. I'm thinking about stuff. You're thinking about that. When you think, does it sound like the keys to tap things <laughs> on a keyboard? I don't see it. Jaws 5, cruel Jaws. Is it a comedy? No, it's not a comedy. It's a Jaws film. It's got a guy that looks like Hulk Hogan and a girl in a wheelchair. Sounds awful. There was supposed to be a comedy, Jaws 2, really? People 0. Really? Really? Adam, does Jaws 5 sound awful? <laughs> 
Cruel Jaws no. on TV, starring uh, David Luther. None of these people have pictures next to their names. It's like the only thing they've ever done. It's 1995. Let's talk about Cruel Jaws. Here's the synopsis. A tiger shark, bred by the Navy, has a killing machine, is wreaking havoc on the sleepy tourist sound of a Hamilton Bay! Exclamation point. In the meantime, the mafia is involved in the sleazy real estate investments and send their thugs to keep a lid on the fact that residents are destined for clam chowder. SeaWorld order Dag and his dolphins come to the rescue to save Hamilton Bay from the mob and the military. Have you any idea how drunk you sound? I love you. You're the greatest. I hate you. I'm getting in my car. I'm crashing to a tree. I'm fine. I'm fucking fine. I'm fine. What's the matter with you? I can't. Everyone knows I drive better than drunk anyway. <laughs> Just give me the fucking keys or I'll punch you in the mouth. So you must be no. psyched there's no driving in New York. Uh, I like driving. Yeah, but when you're uh, drunk, I mean, you can just stumble home from the local Irish pub. I am very rarely drunk, so um, this is the first time I've been drunk this year. I know for, for a hard uh, alcoholic like yourself, it's hard to believe. I was giving a moment of silence. I can't believe it. I wonder what it sounded like when you shut the fuck up. So like you said, uh, <laughs> Nico will be on once every three months. And, um, you, need to, you need to pull this. You need to pull this podcast. Sober up. Slap your face. All right. I'm back. I'm, up, I'm, back. I'm back. I'm back. Put it together, Put it together. All right. Let me get a drink just, first. Sure you're, you're One quick drink. This into the fucking snow. Oh, they try to pull that deep blue sea move uh, with Michael Caine, where he's standing and goes, "There's nothing wrong," and then a shark slowly comes by and eats him. It takes slowly, would be the worst way to be eaten by a shark. He just, just the shark is like, "Excuse me, I'm coming." Pardon me, guys. You know, guys, I'm coming. All right, my bad. And eats him. Have you had your drink? Have you gotten your drink on? You mean my medicine? Yes, I'm okay now. Daddy's special medicine, the sleepy happy medicine. But uh, the absurd thing about this movie is that this shark yes. is one targeting Justice family. Yes. And there's no backstory because of the shark. He's not in a bar telling somebody why. They're not before they kill him. They're not about to say why are you targeting our family. And he spills the beans. The very first shot is the shark looking for the house. Oh, is that what he's doing? Because <laughs> because you, you have uh, the camera underwater, just and it's going around as if it's going oh twenty five number twenty five. Uh, is this it? And he pops up out of the water and goes oh this is the. This is Chestnut Avenue, and he goes back in the water and starts, yeah, I'm taking a ride. Oh. kill that fucking sea seal. You can give me the wrong directions. Oh, uh, Chestnut Street. I'm at Chestnut water. Avenue. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> the sharks got... can't reverse, so he's going to do a three-point turn, and then off he's down, and then he finds them, and then he kills, uh, he plants the log that kills Sean Brody. And starts the film. By the it's end of the movie, here's the thing. Here's how to avoid being killed by a shark. Stay out of the fucking water. Exactly. Why doesn't everybody move to Utah? No, they go right back to the Bahamas, and they go right onto a boat. And, and what does Michael Brody do for a living? He works at McDonald's. 
You didn't see this fucking film. <laughs> what? There's a whole scene of him making fries and ordering stuff with a headset. No, he does some kind of that ocean. Was, that's what you did. That's what you did when you were drunk last night. I got a fucking baconator. I can get um, over the counter. I can get over there. He works. Yeah, he works in the ocean doing some kind of ocean th- research. Yeah, he's SpongeBob SquarePants. He is a marine biologist, and they are studying the uh, migratory patterns of conchs, sea snails. I don't know what's more boring, the film or his studying. I'd rather watch the conks. The conks. Fucking conks. No, you say that in your country. We can't say that in our country. Conks? Is that your name for the Koreans again? (laughs) (laughs) You're making up racist terms? Koreans are like, listen, we got enough problems. We don't need you to... Good luck buying an apple juice now, because every Korean market will throw you out. Oh, call us conks, you son of a bitch. They put these homing devices on these massive conks. Massive conks. <laughs> <laughs> these huge motherfucking conks. <laughs> oh, dear. Maybe uh, this should have been done in a more sober environment. <laughs> I'm looking at you, drunky. Hey. hey uh, I've been up uh, an Adam since nine. In your bed. Yeah, my bed's in the living room. Welcome to New York. (laughs) They are marine biologists, and they are studying migratory patterns of sea snails. And then uh, there's a bit where he goes in a tiny yellow submarine, and it sounds like the submarine is talking to him. Like Kit used to talk to Michael Knight. But it's actually Mario Van Peebles (laughs) talking to him in the ocean through what looks like a uh, souped-up golf club. There's nothing about this film that I don't like. None of it makes any sense. And who None are the two other sense. guys in the boat who are just sitting there? Well, one of them is paid to laugh. That's all he does. And the other guy just taps on the uh, side of the boat rhythmically because they can't afford a radio. That must be it. He just, he's just tapping did. the whole time. Yeah. And they're throwing maybe insults Maybe he's related to, related to the limo driver. Or he might be maybe the limo they, driver. Maybe they get together in a kind of beatbox stomp kind of style. And tear it up all over the Bahamas. Because, as they say, it's better in the Bahamas, man. His wife, my, uh, the marine biologist's wife, is an artist. And <laughs> she's making this bizarre sculpture. Well, wait, she's a welder, right? With the sculpture? She's a welder. I was, I've I th- always wanted to make love to an angry welder. That's yeah, one of the lines in the movie. Because, of course, they have to have sex in every scene. But I was sure that the reason they had that scene, the scene before with their welding, was because they were going to kill the shark with the welding tank. How can you kill a shark with a welding tank? They blew up a shark with the bow of a boat. You going to ask me <laughs> questions? You going to judge me and my judgment? You going to yeah. come after me? Yeah, you could spit on me in my house. In my house. Maron. What I like about the sculptures, the sculpture she's making just looks like a shark with his massive mouth open. And the first time Ellen Brody sees that, she sees through it with her son Michael in the mouth, foreshadowing. Or not, because he doesn't get attacked by the shark. Nothing foreshadows anything really (laughs) happening in this movie. There's a lot of misdirects. Michael Brody gets nudged by the shark. When he's in his little submarine, he gets nudged by it. Oh, to get away from the the shark, he gets out of the submarine, (laughs) swims as far as he can, 
through a, like a um an abandoned ship. Shipwreck, obviously. No, they filmed this in a in a tank in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> They're miniature. You see the little miniature guy in the scuba, old-timey scuba suit? And That's the only time I've ever seen a uh, shipwreck in the bottom of the ocean. And he knew where it was. And yeah. he goes he goes through the shipwreck, and the funniest part was the shark goes through it, too. It follows him yeah. through the shipwreck. It was like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Beep, 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 like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. How did he get around? He was following he get, the guy. He gets saved by a ladder. Because there's a ladder in the way when uh, the shark breaks through, like, uh, The Shining, through the door. It does. It goes, yeah, it, it was like The Shining. <laughs> Here's <And> Jawsy. <laughs> he just, thump, up it goes. The shark was doing impressions in the movie. He did Jack Nicholson. He did a little De Niro <laughs> setting up the murder. A little Pacino pulling me back in. Trying I'm to get out, out of order. You're out of order. This whole ocean's out of order. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Killer shark, killer impressionist. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jaws, three nights lately. Jaws 2, his brother's touring. Three shows nightly, not three sh- three nights lately. <laughs> no. All right. On that note, this yeah. movie, is there a moral to the story, the film? Yes. Don't go and watch any more Jaws movies. Yes, stop. When we showed this movie, we showed this movie. Like, in fact, we're showing it October, I think. The audience are encouraged to shout things out. When... Alan Brody poked Jaws with the boat and Jaws exploded. The camera to Michael Caine and someone in the audience shouted, I told you, you're only supposed to blow the bloody Jaws off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my friend, that is genius. That is really good. It's a really good line. When can people see your show, your live show? How do they find out information <laughs> about it? You go to badfilmclub.com, obviously. We've just got a new venue in London, the Riverside Studios. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So now uh, yeah, we've got one at the Riverside Studios, and then we've got one at Chapter Arts. We're all over the place. Well, very nice. Well, Nick, I'll, no enjoy New York. I'll talk to you. I don't know where any of these places are. <laughs> hey, that is the very professional hey. Nico from New York City, and this is Stop Adam Stop playing that with... fucking music over the top. <laughs> it lets people know. It lets people know. They chill out. They slow down. They're ready to go. And what music? I'm not playing any music. Fucking hate this song. Uh, I'm not. Play, play some Sepultura. Oh yeah, that would work. All right, do a little death metal. Right now, you can't hear it, so you don't know what I'm actually playing. Probably the theme to Night Court. <laughs> that would be great. You know what? <laughs> Screw it. I'm changing the theme of Night Court. Boom. So drunk. I'm. I'm gonna go pass out. This is Adam Spiegelman. Please go air Nico. Let people know. Yeah. They need what? to go to. Go to iTunes. 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 Say something nice about Proudly Resents, the one with the logo on it. Say you like the show. Right now I have 11 reviews. Let's bring wow. up the number. I know. <laughs> I got shit reviews. <laughs> 11 reviews. All of them rubbish. <laughs> no, all of them good, but it's over two years. So anyway, folks, go up there. B12, B13, B14. Help a brother out. It'll help with our ranking. Our ranking bass. And uh, if you go to Twitter, my Twitter is at Proudly Resents. And what is yours? What is the my, one? What is mine is Nico VDW? If you go to Nico VDW, which I don't know what the hell that stands for. My name. VDW. Uh, Nico VDW, you go to her. Right now, I have 290 followers. Lame. Nico has 430 followers. Please unfollow her. 
and follow <laughs> me so I can have more followers than Nico by the next show. You won't get more followers than me. People love me. I'm adorable. All right. That's the challenge out there. Don't unfollow me. Unfollow Nico and follow Unfollow me. Adam. <laughs> no. All right. So please go to iTunes. Unfollow Nico. That's all we got to say. This has been terrible. You are loaded. Talk to you later. Welcome to Drunkly Presents. <laughs> Welcome to fucking hell. <laughs> Has anyone seen my shoes? <laughs> Welcome to... Has anyone seen my shoes? <laughs> Nico, you're doing the podcast with French toast in your face. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking a Mai Tai. Okay. That's it. Okay. Like, like Jaws 4, we're beating a dead horse. Have fun. Okay. Bye. second recommendation is the Banff cast. I actually found these guys through your show, through Proudly Resents. I was trolling your site, as I normally do, and came across the Bad Movie Fiends podcast. I love these guys. This show is incredible. If you're not listening to it, you need to stop what you're doing and uh, go out and check out their show. It's at bmfcast.com, Bad Movie Fiends. These guys are fucking awesome. Banff guys, if you're listening to this... You should hit me up, because... Anyways, Adam, your show, I want to recommend... That's that's what I want to do. People are signaling me from off... There you go. There it is. Thank you, guys. I want to recommend Proudly Resents. Duh. Listen to Proudly Resents. Uh, Adam, thanks as always. When are you going to come back on my show? You should come back. I forgot what we said we were going to do. We'll do something good. Anyways, buddy, thanks for having me on in message form. Sorry if this was so long. Okay, bye everybody. <laughs>